0: 2 Thessalonians 2.10 calls it the deceivableness of unrighteousness. What is it? Galatians 3.6, even as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham's faith in God and his word translated into righteousness or right deeds. Because the word of God is the inerrant truth, Abraham's faith in that God backed by the actions that supported his convictions, translated into rightness or righteousness. Unrighteousness or unrightness is, of course, the opposite. Unbelief in God and his word translates into unrighteous deeds, wrong deeds, and the results are always harmful. The end result of the pursuit of unrighteousness is eternity in the lake of fire. Second Thessalonians 2, 9-11, speaking of the soon-to-appear Antichrist, reads, Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. The deceivableness of unrighteousness is referred to in Romans sixteen eighteen, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Have you been born again as Jesus directs in John 3, 3? Do you know that God has placed the seed of faith within you? Are you ready to cast off the deceivableness of unrighteousness? Are you ready to believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ, confess Him as the Lord of your life, and watch your personal seed of faith spring forth unto eternal life? If you've answered yes, then today is your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Genesis nine eighteen and 19, and the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, and Ham, and Japheth, and Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. God said, Job 38, 30, The waters are hid as with a stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. God said, Ecclesiastes 3, verse 14, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever neither can be put to it, nor anything taking from it, and God doeth it, that men should fear before him. God said, Romans 12, verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Man said, God and his Bible are simply a crutch for the uneducated and easily led. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said feature article 692 that will once again demonstrate the supernatural inerrancy of God's holy word. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. All of these features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the saints and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Be sure to take advantage of three very useful tools on God Said, Man Said. One, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the telefriend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Number three, imagine you can download nearly 170 hours of God said, man said features to your electronic device listen to one every day. Thank you for coming. We are honored by your presence. May God's face shine upon you in all that you put your hand unto. Scientific and academic discoveries of today inadvertently confirm the inerrancy of holy writ with consistent regularity. Biblical statements concerning the earth and its universe being created out of words, light existing before the sun, man created from dirt the existence of a first man and first woman adam's rib used by god to create eve the whole earth once being vegetarian the serpent the fall and the fruit dinosaurs a man living contemporaneously noah and the flood and many more have all been established as accurate accounts and imagine these are issues addressed in just the first six chapters of the bible god's word is true and righteous altogether Today's science is discovering the dazzling accuracy of biblical concepts and terminologies, concepts and terminologies recorded, pardon me, thousands of years ago. The Bible, yes, written thousands of years ago, makes strange and miraculous statements, strange statements, which have been vigorously challenged by self-absorbed critics and are being confirmed strange but true by today's science. This God-said, man-said feature will pull out several strange and miraculous statements from the Word of God and demonstrate what science is just beginning to understand. The rhythm of this feature will go like this. First the verse, and then the discovery. The strange and miraculous statement, Genesis nine eighteen and 19, and the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark, were Shem, and Ham, and Japheth, and Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. The discovery? The following excerpt is from the God-said, man-said feature m- mitochondrial DNA and a young first man and first woman. Another proof of the beautiful accuracy of the word of God is that Noah, from which all of the New World's population stems, had three sons— shem ham and japheth by them the clans of the earth were populated the first tenet of the recent african origins hypothesis reads one there was a single dispersion of mankind with three main mitochondrial lineages interspersed within clans god's word is true and righteous altogether end of quote the strange and miraculous statement job thirty-eight thirty. The waters are hid as with a stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. The Discovery The following excerpts are from the God-said, man-said feature, geologists floored by water rock. Words, insights, truths that only the Creator of the universe could know are found in the Word of God. Truths penned thousands of years ago, that man's sophisticated science is only beginning to understand prove the supernatural nature of Holy Writ. Today's feature will once again demonstrate that the deeper they dig, the more Jesus they find. The headline in the AFP press release reads, Earth has a secret reservoir of water, say scientists. Excerpts follow. 150 years ago, in the journey to the center of the Earth, French science fiction writer Jules Verne pictured a vast sea that lay deep under our planet's surface. Today, that strange and haunting image has found an unexpected echo in a scientific paper. Writing in the journal Nature, scientists on Wednesday said they had found an elusive mineral pointing to the existence of a vast reservoir deep in Earth's mantle 250 to 375 miles beneath our feet. It may hold as much water as all the planet's oceans combined, they believe. The evidence comes from a water-loving mineral called ringwoodite that comes from the so-called transition zone sandwiched between the upper and lower layers of the Earth's mantle, they said. This sample really provides extremely strong confirmation that there are local wet spots deep in the earth in this area, said Graham Pearson of Canada's University of Alberta, who led the research. That particular zone in the earth, the transition zone, might have as much water as all the world's oceans put together. Ringwoodite is named after Australian geologist Ted Ringwood, who theorized that a special mineral was bound to be created in the transition zone because of the ultra-high pressures and temperatures there. A piece of this mineral has been a long-sought goal. It would resolve a long-running debate about whether the poorly understood transition zone is bone-dry or water-rich. Hans Kepler a geologist at the University of Beirut in Germany, cautioned against extrapolating the size of the subterranean water find from a single sample of ringwoodite. And he also said that water was likely to be locked up in specific rocks in a molecular form called hydroxyl. In some ways, it is an ocean in Earth's interior, as visualized by Jules Verne, although not in the form of liquid water, Kepler said, to a commentary also published by Nature. The implications of the discovery are profound, Pearson suggested. Geologists are finding exactly what the Scriptures declare. Psalms 24, 1 and 2, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Kepler speaks of water that is locked up in a specific rock, even as Job, arguably the oldest book of the Bible, records in chapter 38, verse 30, the waters are hid as with a stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. God said he hides water as with a stone. End of quote. The strange and miraculous statement, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it, that men should fear before him. The discovery The following paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said feature, the first law of thermodynamics. God states that in six days He created the heaven and the earth and all that in them is, and that on the seventh day He ended the creation process. Nothing can be added to it or taken from it. In a book titled Many Infallible Proofs, the following enlightening excerpt is found. This complete cessation of creative activity has been inadvertently recognized by modern science in its formulation of the first law of thermodynamics, the law of conservation of mass and energy. This is the most universal and certain of all scientific principles, and it states conclusively that, so far as empirical observation has shown, there is nothing now being created anywhere in the known universe." In the passage of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 14, quoted from earlier, it said concerning God's creation, nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. The first law of thermodynamics not only says nothing more is being created, but also states that nothing is being destroyed, even as quoted in God's word thousands of years before man discovered this foundational scientific truth, end of quote. The strange and miraculous statement, Romans 12, verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The Discovery The following paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said feature, Let's Change Our Brains. Top neuroscientists were interviewed in the May 2005 issue of Discover magazine concerning what they considered to be the most critical development in neuroscience in the past 25 years. A dominant theme, the concept of the plasticity of the brain kept reoccurring. The amazement in neuroscience is that the adult brain actually adds neurons and literally changes form. Neuroscientist Antonio Damasio chairman of the department of neurology university of iowa college of medicine had this to say the discovery that new neurons can appear in the adult brain may be the most surprising of the last quarter century of neuroscience the scale of this phenomenon and its significance remain to be established but it appears that one of the oldest dogmas in the business is not true New research, published in 2009 in Newberg and Waldman's book, How God Changes Your Brain, sheds additional light on the subject of neuroplasticity. Dr. Newberg is the director of the Center of Spirituality and the Mind at the University of Pennsylvania, and one of the founders of a new field of interdisciplinary study called neurotheology. Co-author Mark Waldman is a therapist and author and co-author of 10 books he lectures throughout the country. Keep in mind that in the Word of God, today's neuroplasticity is called renewing the mind. The following excerpts are from Newberg and Waldman's book. Contemplating God will change your brain. But I want to point out that meditating on other grand themes will also change your brain. If you contemplate the Big Bang or immerse yourself in the study of evolution or choose to play a musical instrument for that matter, you'll change the neural circuitry in ways that enhance your cognitive health. But religious and spiritual contemplation changes your brain in a profoundly different way because it strengthens a unique neural circuit that specifically enhances social awareness and empathy, while subduing destructive feelings and emotions this is precisely the kind of neural change we need to make if we want to solve the conflicts that currently afflict our world and the underlying mechanism that allows these changes to occur relates to a unique quality known as neuroplasticity the ability of the brain to structurally rearrange itself in response to a wide variety of positive and negative events. If we combine all of the research on neuroplasticity, we must conclude that neurons do not have fixed properties or positions. Instead, they are changing all the time, triggered by competition, environmental changes, and education. So what does neuroplasticity have to do with God? Everything. For if you contemplate something as complex or mysterious as God, you're going to have incredible bursts of neural activity firing in different parts of your brain. New dendrites will rapidly grow and old associations will disconnect as new imaginative perspectives emerge. End of quote. The big news in the field of neuroscience is that the brain is plastic. It changes form over time, and words and experiences are central to this process. Thousands of years before neuroscience was ever conceived, God declares this principle, the principle of the transforming of the brain, over and over again in his word. End of quote. Strange and miraculous statements fill the scriptures, and today's science declares these statements to be strange but true. God said Genesis nine eighteen and nineteen, and the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth, and Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. God said Job thirty eight thirty, the waters are hid as with a stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. God said Ecclesiastes three fourteen, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it that men should fear before him. God said, Romans 12, verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Man said, God and his Bible are simply a crutch for the uneducated and easily led. Now you have the record.